It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. This is Debbie Kiever here with Laura Pereno, and we are second week in our series of February called Relationships. And Laura, you know, we mentioned that these relationships in the month of February, right? Things romantic relationships, but the Lord knows all our relationships, um, everyone needs to be healthy. And there are some specific instructions in the word of God that will give us some directions, some guidelines or pointers that we need to embrace in order to be able to have healthy relationships. And that's where we're that's where we're continuing on today. Yeah, Deb, you know, I think it's interesting. It's similar to a plant maybe because with plants, we can't just water it once and walk away and expect it to flourish. Mm-hmm. And uh, relationships really need constant uh, care, right? Just like mm-hmm. a plant would. We need to be evaluating and, and committing to the Lord, asking the Holy Spirit to look at our attitudes and our habits and our priorities to make sure, like last week, we talked about that word for peace, Peace mm-hmm. that means wholeness or completeness, right? We want to make sure that we have peace in our relationships. And like you said, um, it's not just romantic relationships. I mean, our our lives are made up of relationships at church, at home, in our communities, uh, with our families. We are so blessed. I love that God created us to be in relationship. I just think that's a huge, huge wow. He created us to be in relationship and ultimately everything we need for those horizontal relationships we find in a relationship vertical with him, don't we? Now, you and I have a relationship that spans the decades. The more you and I record podcasts, the more the decades (laughs) increase. But, um, you know, relationships that span decades have ups and downs, right? They have peaks and valleys. And you, in order for a relationship to last a long time, you have to have this willingness to, I would say, roll up your sleeves and grow together because- once the honeymoon season of a mm. friendship is passed, which can happen pretty quickly, reality sets in. And lo and behold, that person is not the perfect anybody. And and they're also looking at you like, yes, but you were perfect. And we all knew that wasn't <laughs> the case. So relationships, I mean, they're, they're a lot of work well, and yeah. you cannot just throw in the towel. So if you want your relationships to work, then you're going to have to work um, and do what the Bible requires us to do to have healthy relationships. Yeah. It's, it's, it's two imperfect people coming into a relationship, trusting in a perfect God, right? That that's really what it's all about. Well, today's uh, podcast, we are going to look at one particular scripture and we're going to spend some time learning from the world of nature and the word of God. uh, And we're going to apply to our lives practically uh, some tools for us to uh, have relationships that are growing and thriving. Our scripture today comes from Song of Solomon, uh, chapter yeah, two, a different one. verse 15. That's right. Uh, and this is what it says. I, I love the word of God. I love this scripture. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. Now, Laura, I grew up, you know, my dad, uh, Kurt, is was a biology teacher. And so he was forever drawing parallels, you know, between nature and biblical principles. So when you start talking about foxes that ruin the vineyard, it leads you to a point where you go, well, I need to learn a little bit more about the fox. Mm-hmm. So we're going to weave the story of the fox through this podcast 
so that we have a better understanding about what this verse is talking about. So everybody thinks is foxes are so cute. You know, that's why people put them on baby clothes and, <laughs> you know, true. like bedding. Why would you put a fox <laughs> on a baby's bed? But we do, right? In fact, I actually changed somebody's shirt the other day as a Nana who had a fox on her shirt. They, they, they look like they're plain and simple but, and not threatening, but they're dangerous as they grow up. They are known for ruining vineyards. They're known for eating things in your gardens. And frankly, I have small dogs. They're known for being dangerous for small dogs too. Yes. Yes. They are dangerous for a lot of things. And I know that so many of us have heard the phrase, um, either sly as a fox or cunning mm-hmm. as a fox, right? I don't know if the the current generation has heard that before, but I know in our generation, that was a thing, sly as a fox. And it really um, doesn't paint the picture that we see when we're looking at these clothes that you're referring to, right? The cute little (laughs) fox. It's this picture of innocence. But when we think sly as a fox or cunning as a fox, here's what they do to support that that description. You know, in a vineyard, um, especially at night, uh, they are more active. Foxes tend to be more active at night. And that's when they go out to find some food for themselves. And so they look for a very nice vineyard and they start to nibble on the tender leaves, you know, the brand new shoots uh, that are coming out of the vineyard, even as the fruit is ripening. Because they're sly, they're cunning. They do a lot of things underground. So they are burrowing little tunnels under the ground where the root structure um, is not seen, right? It's the roots of the of the vines and all of this burrowing and gnawing at the roots of the grapevine, both above with the tender shoots and below compromises the flow of water that goes into that, that vine. And, and just like any other plant, right? When there's no water, (laughs) when the flow of water is Mm -hmm. diminished, then the fruit is going to struggle to grow. And so the grapes are not going to grow because they don't have the water. And if they grow at all, they're not going to reach full capacity. And so the bottom line is these cute little foxes who are actually sly and cunning can actually stunt the growth of an entire grapevine. That's why there's this verse in Song of Solomon's like, you need to be careful about these foxes. So farmers need to work to protect their crops. And, and that's going to be diligent, right? Because- the fox, I mean, it is a beautiful animal. It is a beautiful animal, but it is, it's dangerous. And so the farmers have to be really calculated, very on purpose, mm. uh, like, like tacticians, right? They need to, they go and they locate their dens because what happens is when the fox realizes that the farmer has located its den, it picks a new route. Mm. It's like, all right, I'm going to get you sidetracked here. I'm going to come around another area. So they are very challenging to stop. So if a, a farmer's not really keeping his eye on that vineyard, so much damage can take place mm. before he realizes. Like he 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 locates a den and he tries to set a trap there. And then he goes, I don't I haven't seen the fox for a while. Mm. I'm good. It's only because the fox has a new entrance. Mm. You know, it's and that's why the farmer might let his guard down a little bit. So when it gets close to the harvest time and the farmer is like scratching his head and wondering, Where's all the fruit? Like, why isn't it growing? Or why is the fruit really small, Mm. really bitter? He's scratching his head going, I don't understand what's happening. Mm, So interesting. Okay, so now the farmer has this issue because the fruit is disappearing or not growing, right? It's stunted. And so Mm -hmm. what do you do? 
right? The farmer either, he has really two choices. He can either try to trap the fox, which that's probably a whole podcast in itself. And, um, or he can completely block it from getting into the vineyard, which man, that is a big deal too. Like a vineyard, just think about how big vineyards are, right? You're not just growing, you're just growing a couple of grapes. (laughs) You're planting a lot of grapes. And so, um, what do they do? How do they trap a fox or how do they completely uh, block it from where they're going? Right. They have to know its path. And once they find out its path, they need to find its den, Mm -hmm. find where the fox is living and know the path that it takes to get between the vineyard and the den. And how Mm -hmm. do you do that? Right. You look for what is familiar to the fox and you start looking at the telltale signs that show its movement, the places where, you know, it's going to sneak up and grab what you've worked hard to produce. So you got to go into the vineyard and you've got to draw the line where the fox is not going to cross over or capture the fox. You have to set the fence. You have to find Mm -hmm. out where it is that the fox likes to go. And then you have to cut that path off. And I am hearing a whole lot of wow with this in my man, in my mind. (laughs) I'm hearing a whole long podcast. Yes. yes. I could go all month because the more, the more we did some homework on these foxes and the more we paralleled it over to what is the scripture talking about? There's so much. Mm-hmm. You and I have done a lot of teaching on the podcast in the past about dealing with temptations and strongholds, mm-hmm. right? A den could be a stronghold where that that the enemy has gotten a place of power and position there. And you need to identify those places and shut it down. So Laura, Pinky promise we need to just stick to uh, this relationship <laughs> thing because yeah. you and I just love to like it could go anywhere apart <laughs> it's really right. good we have to actively protect protect our relationships picturing them like a vine mm. that produce fruit right our good mm. healthy relationships have such sweet fruit in them you know fruits of the spirit and fruits of just mm. um the support that we can provide to one another and aligning together for kingdom values there's so much nourishment to our soul you know there are certain people that are just like you're so good for my soul mm, you know yes, like yes. Laura, Laura, you are one of those people for me oh, you're so good for our soul but you know over the years we've had to protect our friendship yeah absolutely and i, I love what you're what you're saying there uh relationships need that and relationships also uh Sadly, we might think, and yet gratefully, relationships like a vine or a vineyard need to be pruned from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. And you and I have talked a lot about plants and how things need to be pruned off of our lives, or um, we can even think about relationships need to be pruned, or relationships also uh, can need to be lifted up when they're struggling. You know, mm-hmm. when the vineyard is is growing, when the vines are growing and the the vine falls to the ground, that vine needs to be mm-hmm. hung up, right? It needs to be on the, the trellis. It can't be on the ground to grow. And so like the grapevine, our relationships sometimes need to be pruned. Sometimes they need to be lifted up and they always need careful tending. I think I've heard that like grapes, what they really are. Um, oh, what's the right word They They need a lot of care, right? They're, they're yeah. sensitive plants. They need a lot of care. Yeah, they, they need careful tending. And, and, People trained know how to do that, but the master gardener over our relationships, like he knows how to do that. And so we have mm-hmm. God who, who prunes and who lifts us up in the relationship, in our relationships. And so I'm going to stop there because we could go a lot further. Yeah. It's tempting, isn't it? it <laughs> she's, is. she's pruning her comments. Her comments <laughs> right. are being pruned. <laughs> That's right. Oh, one of the things that 
when we're talking about being careful of the foxes, it's it's some of the damage that's being done where you're not seeing it. And in our relationships, they're growing on the surface, right? There's there's things you're doing together, conversations you're having, but like a vine, there's a lot of growth that's taking place below, below mm -hmm. the surface, right? It's the root element. Mm -hmm. And in our relationships, there is a deeper element just below the surface. And when something is unhealthy, just underneath, it's just going to be a matter of time before your relationship is going to see that something's not right. Something's yep. off. That's right. That's right. What's on the, on the surface shows what's beneath, right? And mm -hmm. so we're going to look at some evidence on the surface of our relationships uh, and look at things on the look at things we can see that might show yeah. that there are problems, uh, that there's an unhealthy pattern in things That's that right. we can't see. And, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, when you feel like you have an, an increase in your spirit of in a, uh, irritation towards yeah. somebody else, right. Or in a relationship, you just feel irritated with each other, especially mm -hmm. in areas that never were an issue before. Some of us all mm -hmm. struggle with particular things with, with one another, uh, but when those things come up and, and, you know, we take them, we can't take, we don't take them to the Lord, right? Those are the things that might say, hmm, there might be something going on underground. Or we were aware of them when we first started a relationship, but mm. now they're just, now they're huge. Yep. You know, we kind of cost them aside before and now it's a big issue. Yeah. Uh, I think another thing I've seen, and just personally, I've seen this where God's dealt with this in my life is when I had a harder time prioritizing those important relationships. There's just some other things have become a higher priority. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the people that are closest to us often, we assume they'll just understand that we have less time for them and you continue that pattern. It's going to really impact in a negative way, the relationship that we should be prioritizing. Yes. If I could raise my hand on a podcast, well, I guess I can on YouTube. If I could raise my hand on a podcast, <laughs> I would say that is something that I definitely uh, have struggled with in the past. And definitely when I start to feel myself getting that way, I say, there's something going on below. I need to start digging up and mm -hmm. seeing what's going on. You're talking yeah. about communication. Sometimes another one really could be, there might be communication, but um, it goes from like a level of depth and uh, nearness or truth maybe to just superficial. Uh, mm -hmm. The way you used to talk about your dreams and your struggles with somebody, we all know when that conversation shifts, we all know when, wait a minute, we're yeah. not really communicating the way we used to. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also evidence that in that relationship, something's going on underground. Yeah. Or how about this? You just argue more. Maybe, maybe you didn't, it's not like you have to agree on everything, but you just argue more. And yeah. when you start feeling like, gosh, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around my friend. Yes. That's, who likes to do that? Right. So that just makes you not want to prioritize them. Yep. Yep. And we talked yesterday, last week, about the fact that um, we have a place where we need to ask for forgiveness and we need to have mm -hmm. forgiveness in relationships. And so I think when we're thinking about evidence of underneath stuff is like forgiveness, because if we don't admit that we're wrong when we're wrong, um, if we have a hard time cooling down when we have a struggle with somebody else, or we don't reach out toward another one to try to offer forgiveness or respond to the forgiveness that's being offered to us, you can get mm -hmm. a struggle there too. Yeah. And there's like that less emotional connection. You know, it's like, you just know, this is not the same. 
And and look, we can be talking about marriages where people say we're like two ships passing in the night. Yes. Right. We're cohabitating as opposed to being married. And this can also happen with friendships. So you feel these symptoms. You can see them. You're feeling them. You know, there's a struggle, but you're sitting there going, I don't know how we got here. I don't know. And it doesn't happen overnight. You don't wake up and suddenly find that your friendship has cooled off. Something's happened. And that's where the Song of Solomon passage, I think, shed some light. Let's Mm. go back to it. Catch for us the foxes, the Mm. little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. You know, when when it says little foxes, what that makes me think of is um, things that appear to be like nothing to worry about. Because if there's a struggle in your relationship and it's something that's ongoing and you know, it's going to be a big monumental problem. I mean, I would never call it a little Fox. I would be like, Oh my goodness. Like there is a huge mountain in front of me or whatever it might be. Right. So it's interesting when you hear little foxes, these are things that typically were like, it's not a big deal. And little things can easily be overlooked. And sometimes when we overlook things, those are the things that actually have very big impacts especially over time, mm-hmm. because the more we deal with the little foxes, the longer that goes on, the longer the struggle goes on, the bigger it becomes, even though it started out as something very small. Mm-hmm. And so when we are looking at the scripture and we're thinking about our relationships, um, we have to look at every little fox as yeah. something that is threatening to devour the entire vineyard, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just, it might take a grape. It's It's purpose to bring us down. And so we Mm -hmm. really have to have diligence. We need to be diligent in addressing the issues that we see as little foxes, some of these things that we've just listed off. And then we need to be diligent to resolve small Mm -hmm. issues that could um, rise up in a relationship and escalate. And don't Mm -hmm. we know, Debbie, I feel like we say more and more in these days, right? I remember my mother Uh used to say that in these days, like this is what's going on. It wasn't before, but in these days, things escalate on a dime, right? Things escalate from zero to 60 and they just keep rolling. And once something Mm -hmm. escalates, it causes a more significant problem. Mm -hmm. And if you just wave off these cute little foxes and say, they're not significant, Uh, you're just lending yourself to more and more damage, whether or not you see it right away. Mm. Right. So what are some of these little foxes? I almost, Laura, I almost feel like we, you know, had some kind of pop-up of that cute little fox, right? The fox (laughs) of being ungrateful. Mm. Before we were very much in a habit of expressing gratitude. Thank you for doing this for me. I appreciate you, especially the people that you live with. But do you get to a point where you just assume they're going to do it? Mm. You know, and so the fox of, of not expressing, it's not saying you're not grateful, though. I think there is a piece of that, but you're not expressing gratitude. I think that is a fox that becomes to eat away at the fruit. Absolutely. There's also the fox of speaking in a tone or with words that are disrespectful, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting someone down uh, in front of others. That's very disrespectful. That is a fox. It doesn't look like a big deal when you're doing it in a group, but the damage is huge. Oh yeah, it's huge. Um, And really also using uh, words that are mocking to speak about somebody behind their back. Those are little foxes. I think the problem, one of the problems is it's just part of our society. And so it doesn't feel like it's a big deal, but that's Mm -hmm. a fox that is purpose to destroy. 
me think about what what TV shows, how they mock, they put big mockery on a father. Yes. A father figure, a big mockery on the church. Yes. Doesn't that just sound like the enemy? Yes. You know, so that cute little mocking fox is extremely dangerous. Yes. I think there's the fox of whether you're openly speaking it or inwardly being critical of another person, mm. you know, and however you might communicating, you might communicate to them, whether with the eye rolls or the size or, or your words that, you know, you're just not enough. Mm. You know, you are messing up. Like, that's what you see. That's what you focus on. And, mm. you know, I, I'm not celebrating your wins. I'm just, you, you got an A minus. Why couldn't you get an A? Yes. You know, that kind of, but it's that mentality that we get because the enemy is always negative. Yes. And so he likes to blow those things up. Do you and I do not like when somebody's whole approach to us is everything that you've done wrong. Yes, that's right. That's right. Nobody does. Nobody no. does. It's but we painful. do it very smoothly. We do it. We do. We do. It looks like a cute little fox. Fox, um, yeah. And then the, there's the fox of getting irritated uh, and short-fused. You know, the Bible tells us what to do when, when mm -hmm. something happens that would cause us irritation, right? Cast your cares on the Lord. Take it all to the Lord. What's causing you pain and anxiety? Bring it to God. And yet we sometimes choose the little fox. We just decide to continue in that irritation, or mm -hmm. perhaps, um, we're short fused. Like we just, you know, spew out things, uh, because of a mm -hmm. quick burst of anger that we're going through. Mm -hmm. Uh, we all know what a soft word is and what a crisp comment sounds like, uh, mm -hmm. very, very different little foxes. And, uh, another word is snarky, right? Comments mm -hmm. that just, uh, it's beyond sarcastic, right? You can be a little sarcastic and still be a little funny without hurting somebody's feelings, not aimed at a person, some people have a, a sarcastic sense of humor and it's, it's amazing. But when you get to the point of being snarky, that's, yeah. that's where things are like, yeah, that's not good. Or, you know, where someone might have a sensitivity and you just mm. push that button, you know, mm -hmm. I think this is a, so this, this is the sly fox that I, I will definitely say uh, has been a challenge for me. And that is that not prioritizing the person who needs to be important. So in a marriage, right. There are there's some of the, some of the challenges for my husband and I over the years, both ways, right. Has been, what would be our occupation? So for him, it would be the draw to being at work more and more and more. And it's hard. He owns a company. So that's a hard thing. But for me, the draw has been the focus on the kids over the years, or even, you know, ministry, so you and I are pastors and we know that one of the biggest challenges to a marriage is being a pastor, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of the, the amount of um, demands from other people mm -hmm. and balancing, I need to take care of my spouse first, my household before I take care of somebody else's crisis. And man, that is a, that's a tough one. It really, really is. Oh, all of these can be things that pull us away from the Lord, right? These are all things that get in our, the way of our relationship of walking with Jesus in a, a whole way. But mm -hmm. I think that even uh, another fox is just uh, not spending time with the Lord, right? <laughs> like all of these are purpose to keep us from walking fully with Jesus. And yet mm -hmm. there's also the fox that just is like, you know what? Y you haven't exercised yet. You'll get to mm -hmm. your Bible later. All those kinds of things, right? Uh not spending time with the Lord the way we should. Sometimes it starts out as a small habit, but it's so easy to go from somebody who reads the word every day, communicates with the father every day, and then mm, one or two days goes by and it's very easy to get out of that habit. Um, each one of these things that we just listed, all of these foxes, just like the cute little 
fox that you might see running around a den, um, they start out small, but they mm -hmm. grow before you realize it. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a den of little baby foxes? And then you go back a little while later, they're not so little anymore. Right. No. And you didn't even yeah. know it happened. And so that's, what's true with all these little foxes. They become big issues and the health of the relationship that this little fox has made its way into um, has really taken a hit. You know, it happens to that cute little den of baby foxes grow up and they spread out. Mm. So it's not just in that one area. Now it's coming in multiple areas. Yes, yes, so yes. when you go back to that farmer, he has to find out where is the entrance for that fox into the vineyard. And so you're like, well, what does that have to do? Like, how's that equate for me? The Holy Spirit who knows everything about everything in your life, he is the one that brings wisdom. Mm. So we ask the father, father, you see everything. So where have I let my guard down? Where have I opened a door yep. that should not have been opened, yep. you know, for a sinful thought pattern to come in or a behavior that is just not healthy? Where have I invested in a relationship that would be dangerous? And, and he knows where it starts. That's the key. It's not going after just the fox itself, go into the entrance and the Holy Spirit knows how to do that. And you'll be surprised because it won't be take too long before a memory will come up to you, right? And and you'll be like, well, is that really where the fox? And you just ask the Holy Spirit to give you an idea and, you know, he will bring it up. I'll give you an example. A while ago when I was asking the Lord, I was struggling with my prayer life. And I said, Lord, why? Like, what is happening that I'm not being able to focus as much? He said, turn your phone to don't disturb. I'm like, well, that doesn't interrupt my, oh, wow. A text, a ding, a reminder, a like, it, apparently it was small. It was subtle. The phone is not an evil thing, but I just needed to put it like, I can't talk to you right now. You know, I'm just talking to Jesus. And so he said, turn your phone to do not disturb. And, you know, it was amazing. I know it sounds so dumb, but it was amazing how quickly I was able to focus better in my prayer time. Yes. You know, it's so interesting. I just had the same conversation with Dan the other day, Deb. I said the same thing. I said, I think what's keeping me from really doing what I'm supposed to do in my quiet time is the phone. And it's because I check it on for the time. I'll turn it over and look at the time and then I'll see somebody wrote to me. Well, game over. I, I have to find out what that person said, right? Rather than what the word says. It's very interesting. We're both going through that. And if you and I are both going through that, we're not the only ones. <laughs> I would say, look at your watch, but then I have an Apple watch and then I'm looking there. <laughs> I have a watch, but it's never set to the right time. Never. It's more like a piece of jewelry. So, well, the cool thing as we're looking about these foxes and we ask the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is always on our side. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we're asking the Holy Spirit to help us through this, we're not asking someone who's going to be critical or judgmental mm -hmm. or come down on us. Right. He's actually he wants our relationships to be healthy. He's the exact mm -hmm. opposite of the little fox. He's yeah. huge and he wants to work for good. Right. Rather than being right. small and working for evil. And so we can go to the one who is for us. And just like it says in the book of James, um, if we need wisdom, right? He's going to give us wisdom. That's what James says in the New Testament. And so we can ask for wisdom to identify where the mm -hmm. fox entered and then cut it off. Cut just it like off. we talked about the vineyard, right? And that might mean asking God um, for forgiveness in an area, whether it's distraction, like you were just talking about in your quiet time, or if it's something going on between you and somebody else, 
perhaps asking God for forgiveness in the places where we've fallen. That's, that's not a perhaps, that is a yes. And then also going to the person that perhaps we've offended, if that's the case, and ask them for forgiveness as well. It could also mean blowing a whistle on yourself, um, recognizing the Holy Spirit can either lead you to a place where you need to ask God for forgiveness, somebody else for forgiveness, or he may be saying, hey, it's inside of you. And mm -hmm. then we have the opportunity to ask for wisdom and say, okay, what is going on inside of me, in my spirit, in my mind, in my emotions? What's going on inside of me that needs to come out? And mm -hmm. as the Lord reveals that, and he will, like he will, right? We don't have to doubt this. He says he will do it. We can ask someone that we trust, you know, this is what's going on. I'm experiencing this. I asked the Holy Spirit to reveal it. Just be super open. And I need someone to walk this with me and keep me accountable. Um, and so asking someone to walk with you in the behavior and keep you accountable is really um, what it's all about. He brings it up and we have a choice at that point. Do I want to surrender that area of my life to the Lord or do I not? Do I want mm. to maintain the control? Because the, the foxes get in to the areas that are not surrendered to the Lordship of mm. Jesus Christ. And you may think, you know, I'll just play that, pray that on a Tuesday and then everything will be good on Wednesday. Look, foxes get in there over time. And so it's going to take some time to nail these foxes down, these spiritual foxes. So every day making that choice, God, today, as you have continued to bring things to the surface, I am choosing you today, mm, your mm. lordship today. And, and it's going to take diligence, right? And daily searching my heart, God, daily choosing you be the Lord, not me. It's, it's a farmer can't nail all the foxes overnight, you know, but, and it's like, you may, you may set all your traps and cut all your lines and put your fences up, but that doesn't mean you're good for the rest of your, your career of being a farmer. You, it's a daily thing. Get out there and walk the vineyard, right? That's be right. listening, be watching. And for us until the, the day that we don't have to worry about this anymore is the day that we enter heaven. That's but right. until then, That's right. there will be foxes that we need <laughs> to be aware right. of. So it, it takes right. time. It takes time. And you'll have fewer foxes, right? There will be fewer because you are being diligent about it, but you always, always have to deal with it. Yeah. And you know, it sounds, it sounds huge and it is huge. It's a daily event, like you said, but it's possible. And mm. I think sometimes we look at things like this and we say, it's just never going to change. It's not possible. Right. Why would I even enter into it? But the, the truth is that you identify and you start to lay traps uh, mm -hmm. in order to keep them out. But just because you identify it and you start to lay traps doesn't mean that, you know, all the grapes are going to grow back overnight. That's right. right? That's it right. Takes the, it takes time for the vineyard to recover because the roots have been gnawed on. Think about the roots mm -hmm. are gnawed on. That vine takes time to heal. And so do relationships and so do we, but the beautiful mm -hmm. thing about the Lord is that he has grace enough that's for right. every situation that has been gnawed, broken, mm -hmm. has a little Fox that's entered it, gotten into big trouble. And the more we surrender to him and diligently keep an eye out for signs of the foxes trying to return, mm -hmm. our relationships can heal. So Laura, I guess we do need to sweat the small stuff, right? <laughs> People are like, don't sweat the small stuff. Well, actually, if it was a fox, that cute little sly destructive fox, right? That's right. We need to we need to take them seriously because they are out to destroy the vineyard of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. Satan is the deceiver. 
He tries to present um, sin as harmless. But as we wrap up here today, the truth is we know better because mm -hmm. we have the standard. We have the truth, the standard of the word of God, and we have the discernment of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we read the word, we ask the Holy Spirit to speak, and then it's up to us, right, mm -hmm. to diligently look into okay. the word, to diligently look into ourselves, diligently look at our relationships and protect these treasured relationships that God has given us. This has been right. over the top. So, so good. I will never look at foxes the same. I have known this verse for a long time, but having this conversation with you today really has opened my eyes up to the fox in the vineyard, mm -hmm. to the things that wanted to get into our relationships and the way the enemy wants to destroy us. So um, maybe one day on Beyond the Building, this will uh, this will be a, a whole month, uh, the vineyard of relationships. It is, that's a great, great, great word right there. So Next week, we're going to be on week three of our series on relationships, and we're going to start looking at the book of Philippians. We're going to be in Philippians 1, and while I know this doesn't sound like um, a big thing, I'm just going to tell you that it's all about the word and. A-N-D, a, a three-letter word, and how that one word can change your relationship. Mm -hmm. So- for Debbie and myself, we are grateful you're here. We know that what has been spoken, right, has not only benefited us, we believe it also was a blessing to you. And we ask you to share it with friends and family, anybody who may be struggling with the little things that are becoming big things in their in their stories. Um, God is good. And as you, as you journal tomorrow, as you sit down, because the foxes have not kept you from the word of God, mm -hmm. um, just ask the Lord, will you reveal to me the little things that I've allowed into the story in my relationships so that I can live in that peace in my relationships that God has given us to mm -hmm. live in. Uh, take care. We will see you next week and God bless you. Take care, everybody. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.